This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Hello and thank you for joining me for this episode of Man in a Room, a vain project by a vain man who thinks he's funny, but ultimately is vain. Um, so anyway, uh, I've got some good news for long-time listeners. I've found my tarot cards. I'm so happy. Like, uh, last week I couldn't find them for the show, and I was like, where the heck are they? I thought, what, they've, they've been stolen. No. Do you know where they were? This is absolutely stupid, right? They were... In a drawer. Why were they in a drawer? I don't put things in drawers. And it wasn't even like a, a drawer that I use a lot. Says he who just says he doesn't use drawers. But as I don't use them to store things long term. You know what I mean? It's like things in drawers are things that you need. At a moment's notice, like, I need to find this cable. It's in that drawer, you know? I don't tidy things into drawers. You know, I have set drawers and, you know. But they were basically in a bottom drawer... Push the back of some stuff. I was like, what is... Why? How did I miss that? Anyway, uh, so that's coming up later. Uh, the return of tarot and tea. And I'm also very excited because the tea... I went out to the shops. Very excited. People already know what this is. By my excitement. But anyway, before that, I want to just talk to you about something that is quite... It's quite... I don't know if... Um, is it funny or not? I don't know. But we'll see. Um... So basically, I'm vegetarian, you see, and when I'm talking to people who eat meat, they tend to ask me a lot of questions about vegetarianism, and uh, it's it's just weird. Just the questions you get asked is just very unusual. Do you eat fish? No. That's always the first question. Do you eat fish, though? No. But chicken? Chicken is a type of fish. Why would I eat that? And there's all the questions. Oh, why did you do that? But when you talk to another vegetarian... Oh, no, no. A whole line of different questions that you get about that. And uh, they're more like, am I more vegetarian than you? Kind of thing. Like, oh, do you eat... Do you eat? The funny one is, right, you can tell the type of vegetarian they are by the... If they ask you this, they say, are you vegetarian? And you go, yes. Do you eat marshmallows? That's one of the questions they always ask. Like, marshmallows aren't vegetarian. They're trying to trip you up, you see. Um, try and trip a vegetarian offer them a marshmallow if they eat them actually no what you should do go out seek some vegan marshmallows because they do exist and taste exactly the same as marshmallows just any old run of the mill marshmallow really they could be all vegan but anyway um, and if they take it it's like ah, you're not that good a vegetarian are you and there's, like, there's a, a scale of how good a vegetarian you are by the lengths you go to not eat meat and um then the conversation inevitably turns to, do you eat the meat substitutes, like the chicken bits and the mints and all the other stuff that they've basically done to make it like you can eat meat? Um, Yeah, yes I do. And uh, what of it? Oh, but it could be meat. It's so close to being meat. It could just be meat. You might as well just eat some meat. Uh, No. Um, In fact, I, I disagree wholeheartedly on that. I was brought up a meat eater. I've only been vegetarian now for maybe about two and a half years, and not a single meat morsel has passed my lips. L- at least not on purpose. We won't talk about the crisps that time. 
I didn't realise. I thought that most crisps, let me just say that, I thought all crisps were vegan or vegetarian, but turns out the ones I had that day were not. I was very miffed. But anyway, I'm waffling on. Um, But it's good to have a bit of, you know, a bit of texture in your food. You know, it's, uh, I say like it's nice having a bit of texture, like it's like a lump of something that's like, yeah, there's a reason why people have cooked with meat all these years. Um, because of te- imagine if everything was just like a mush. Oh yeah, but you can get texture in vegetables. Shut up! I'm having an argument with myself about this now, and uh, that person's really annoying me. Um, yeah, because I've had that kind of conversation with people, and uh, yeah. So anyway, bit of a rant there, but you know that's what we're here for, yeah. Sharing experiences, um, and I'll be honest, I'm getting a bit dry at the minute. I'm just gonna have a quick sip of the old uh, the old tea. Give me a second. Oh, oh, that is nice. So you know what that means, don't you? I got to move this wire back because that's come out loose when I grab my tea. And uh, yeah, it also it's also time for tarot and tea. It's a beverage and divinity. So uh, yeah, it's another part of the show where I drink a cup of tea and uh, I do a tarot reading because it's fun to do that. So this tea I'm drinking here is Twining's Blackcurrant and Blueberry. Mmm. Like, I'm not even joking. I love a blueberry tea. And I ran out of... Well, let me phrase that. I was running out of teas, and I thought, I need to get some tea, but I've got to basically commit to buying a big box of teas, because, you know... um. The selection packs don't really exist. No, they do. And I found one. It's all the Twinings did like a little box of fruity teas. And so I'm going to go through those and review them individually. This blackcurrant and blueberry is an absolute delight. Like it's literally like drinking a hot cordial. And what's wrong with that? Mmm. In fact, I remember once I was making iced tea. I like making iced tea. In fact, I'm quite late to the game on iced teas. And... I didn't realise that a iced tea was basically cold tea with cordial. Didn't know that. So I went online once to try and find a recipe for iced tea. I thought, oh, I have to find this recipe for iced tea. It's like, okay, put water on hob. I was like, okay, on the, in, obviously in a saucepan. Boil water, yeah. Take off boil. Put so many tea bags in. Steep for however many minutes. And I was like, hang on a second. That's just tea. I'll use a kettle to do that if that's all right. And uh, yeah, so basically worked out. It's basically you get a, you get some tea, make it cold, and then basically you make cordial with it. And the funny thing is about making iced tea, this is genuinely true, by the way, and it's mental when you actually think about it. I don't like uh, making iced tea in a vat because I don't like the idea of wasting lots of lovely hot tea. It's weird, isn't it? Even though I'm drinking it cold. And it, it, when it gets cold, it has that weird film on it, which I don't like. Uh, but that's probably just my, my the way I'm doing it. But anyway, let's get to the tarot. I know that's what everyone's here for. So I'm going to shuffle the cards. And uh, we're going to try and work out what's going on. So this is going to work thus, Lee. Uh, I'm going to pull a card. And that's going to be your past, yeah? So, well, not your past. It's going to be somebody's past who's listening. I'm basically doing this for somebody listening randomly. Uh, so it could be you. So the first card, which is the past, this is how your you know your your week has been, 
It is the uh, the Nine of Cups, I believe. So on this card, I see a man sitting down in front of what appears to be some sort of display unit with nine cups on top of it. And he's looking pretty happy. So he's like, yep, I've been sitting around lots of cups. So you might have been uh, out shopping for mugs, you know, if you want to get some mugs or a, a mug or a cup or whatever. And uh, you're pretty happy with your purchase. So you've, if you've recently bought a mug, yeah, this could be this could be you. So uh, right now, you know this that's a this is now about to address what's going on at the minute for you. Um, this card is the Death card, which famously in um, tarot circles, allegedly, that's a good card. So. Uh, you know, maybe what happened was you're going to break that mug. You're going to break the mug that you bought or you're going to basically, um, you know, break an old mug, possibly. What about that? So basically this card is uh, a, 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 a gentleman in a suit of armor riding a, a white horse and there's a, on, a, on a battlefield. The man can only be described as skeletal. Um... I say he's a skeleton, and uh, yeah, so it's like it's on. There's a flag, and it's got a. Uh, I think it's the, a rose on it, or a what an insignia of what is reminiscent of the Tudor rose. <laughs> what is going on? So maybe you you have to you're going to go to the National Trust and buy you know your National Trust mug is going to die. Your National Trust mug is going to die. So the future holds for you. Um, the Two of Swords, um, uh, which basically is uh, a lady in white, also sitting down. She's blindfolded, and she's holding aloft two swords, crisscrossed over her heart or chest on a beach at, at night, because there's a, there's a moon in the background. So uh, basically, you're going to have to decide um, that... Well, probably what's going to happen... Right, What's going to happen, right? So you need to buy new mugs... You've just broken a mug. Well, I can buy another mug now. But what's going to happen is you're going to find a, like a set, a set of uh, maybe two mugs. But that's one mug too many, you see, because you want to have a certain amount of mugs. You want to have nine mugs. That's what's going to happen. You want nine mugs. Um, you've broken one, so you have to get another one. Uh, so you've got a new one. But then you found a set of two mugs, but you've got to try and now get rid of two other mugs. Stay strong with it um, to, on your mug decision. Um but, you know, stick with it. Don't worry about that. You know, change is good. So, yeah, hope that helps. This has been Taro and Tea. It's a beverage and divinity. <sighs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, I'm going to drink the rest of this delicious black currant and blueberry broth. Mmm. <sighs> Honestly... My favourite type of tea is, well, it was one of my favourites. It's in my top five. But anyway, I'll uh, speak to you in a bit. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at manininaroom.co.uk. I don't know if you've been following the weather in the UK recently, but it's actually been unseasonably warm recently. And... So it's like, okay, so make good use of the sunshine because it's going to all end soon. don't know if you know this or not, but the 21st of September is the autumn equinox, which basically is the last time when 
daylight and nighttime are on equal footings. Interesting, isn't it? So basically it's 12 hours of sunlight, 12 hours of uh, moonlight, as it were, I don't know. Between sunset and sunrise, 12 hours, 12 hours. Then after that, it's going to be the nighttime winning more, which is why everything around us changes, but it's a bit more wet because it's more night and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, not that I... Well, I, I do celebrate it. It's like the last time the, you know, that happens of the year. So it's going to get worse. But then uh, we have the spring equinox, which is when it's 12 hours, 12 hours, and the daylight wins for the next six months. So, you know, it's like a battle, you see. Uh, just basically, uh, well, I wouldn't say paganism in a nutshell. I, I don't actually don't know. I need to read up more on paganism. In fact, let me just write that down. Uh, paganism, because uh, I need to just uh, look that up at some point. Anyway, so uh, something happened the other day in the unseasonably weather, which I don't know if you've been following in the UK, has been, uh, you know, make hay while the sun shines. You've got to make sure you do that before, you know, it all goes away. So I was sitting on a bench eating a sandwich, um, as you do, you know. I, what I like to do is I like to take a little pat lunch of me, maybe a little flask of tea, and just uh, go for a wander. And, um, yeah, it's nice. I like doing that. It's It's cheaper than going to a cafe and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, you, you you know, you've definitely got something that you want for one, but people poo poo and look down on these people who walk around with like uh, pat lunches, but I don't care. So anyway, um, I was sitting on this bench eating a sandwich. I don't know what the sound, I think it might've been, uh, cheese and there's nothing, it's just plain cheese actually. Cause I go through phases. I, I like sometimes cheese and mayo, but that tends to melt in you. It just, it, the, the mayonnaise sort of just disappears. You can taste it, but it just goes a bit weird. Salad cream's Okay. Uh, pickle is okay, but I also just like a good old cheese sandwich that's been out for a bit because it's got warm and the cheese is going to be a bit stronger. But so I was sitting there on this bench and um, weren't paying much attention to what was going on. We were just sort of listening to the birds and that kind of stuff. And uh, I noticed something was unfolding very nearby. Um, nearby enough that I could discreetly watch without them knowing, you know, not sort of stare at what's at someone's uh, story as it unfolds. But this is obviously from my point of view as well. Uh, I'm assuming this is what was going on. So basically, um, this mum had basically parked next to a Barclays bank. And she's parked like right next to it. Because this car park, well, well, the car park is literally from the very side of the building onwards. And this woman just parked very, very close to the the wall. And, um, but then what happened, had she gone to the bank was that someone had parked close to her, like too close, like very, very clearly over the white lines, almost like freakishly close, and she couldn't get into a car for her to, you know, to leave. Not easily anyway. And, you know, so it then sort of transpired that in the back of this car was a kid. It must have been about, I don't know, about... 10 or 11, you know, of age to you know be left in the back of a car perfectly fine, you know. And, uh, yeah, so it's like, well, you can't really get the car, the kid to reverse the car. That would be illegal and all that kind of stuff. But then it turned out that, the you know, when I was watching, there was a bit of commotion going off. She's getting annoyed because she can't get in her car. And then the son's all like, he needs to come out because I'd imagine he probably needs the, the toilet. Um, because I, I remember her sort of, you know, getting quite loud and leery about, you know, oh, of course she would, blah, 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 all this kind of thing. Uh, 
And um, so she's looking around to see if anyone's going to come back to a car. The problem with cars parked is that you don't know whose cars they are. Um, that is one of the big problems. And so it's like, well, you, you, who are you looking for specifically? Someone who looks like they drive that car. Um, yeah. So um, what then transpired is that in the back of this dog, dog, ruined it. In the back of this car was a dog, uh, a puppy, no less. And um, so basically, it's like well, this, you know, got to get the dog out as well. If you're going to come out, you can't leave the dog in the car and all this kind of stuff. Um, they tried to squeeze out through the side of the car, like through the car doors, wasn't working. So, um, what happened then was I saw him doing the undoing the sunroof from the inside, you know, and um, stuck his head out. I was like, right, can I get out of here? So they basically had to, you know, get the dog out of the sunroof first. So it's like that puzzle, you know, that puzzle with. Uh, the the chicken, the wolf, and the corn on a boat on a river. That one. So you have to get the dog out first, obviously, because the dog can't lift itself out. A human human can. So easy peasy. There's the dog, you know. And then, so then, because it's a puppy, it's like, yay! I'm being put through a sunroof. This is really cool. Wagging tail. <laughs> You know, dogs are just happy anyway. But anything exciting like being put like put through a sunroof, oh my goodness! And, um, and then the you know the woman's trying to like look after the dog, but also try and get her son out of this car. Um, obviously, the dog is you know running around at her feet. She's got the the lead in between her knees, like clamped, and like trying to get this kid out. And um, yeah, it was quite funny. It actually reminded me of uh, when I was younger. Because uh, I was the youngest in my family, and not often, but on more than one occasion, uh, we've been locked out of the house. And basically, what it means, because you know how locks work, you know, Yale's, a Yale lock. If you're not familiar with the Yale lock, basically, a Yale lock is you can unlock it, and then basically, you just shut the door and it locks behind you. I do like a Yale lock. I do miss having Yale locks. Um, but. The thing was is that uh, we we managed to lock the keys in the, in the house, and so basically try and work out a way of getting somebody in the house to open the Yale lock, and uh, it usually fell on me uh, because I was the youngest and the smallest, probably the most agile as well, you know. And uh, I remember having to climb through the kitchen window, um, and that is always quite fun. So I'll be careful when you get down there. Be careful. And then, you know, just letting people in, all that kind of stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll take him out the back and just wait by the front door and we'll get, we'll slip him through the kitchen window again like some sort of weird child credit card to open this Yale lock. Um, but, yeah. It reminded me of that. It, it really took me back. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And I also remember the time when I worked out how to open the boot from the inside um, because we had a... Uh, I think part of our car was missing from the back, and so basically, I found it, you just basically pulled up like that, and it just unlock. And so uh, my uh, my my parents would be all like, "Oh, would you mind just opening the boot from the indoor in from inside so we can put some stuff in the boot?" It's like, "Yeah, sure." Clunk, you know. But anyway, if the kid only was able to do that, imagine that. If the kid had a car, was in a car that was able to just open. Hang on, why didn't you go out the boot? Hang on, what? What's well, a I don't know. That's that's actually ludicrous. Why on earth? Because she can't get in. Hang on a second. What? 
that was that that was not handled well by that lady. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So this has been Man in the Room. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I know I have. I'm back again next week for more tarot and tea, and uh, all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, speak to you all again next week, and uh, have a good week. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.